Dialone Radio. Welcome. Uh, whoops. Sorry, <laughs> stop playing the next song, huh? Yeah, that's all right. We got this. Oh, we got it. All right. Hello, Steve good, Fox. Good How's evening. it going? Hello. Welcome to Dialone Radio here at BFF.FM. <laughs> <laughs> TGIF, TGI Friday. It's good to be back. It's good to hang. I it's love... good for me to be back too. I mean, I haven't been here in so long, so I'm I'm glad that you're. I feel like you've kind of motivated me to come back in the studio and be Hooray! like, yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Right on. Oh, so I was gonna. I was actually thinking about asking you. It's like I want to hear what was your thought process around Valley Girl. You know, <laughs> it's called. Random High Thoughts by yeah, Steve Fox. I love that. Um, I, I, I was, I was just, I was like, I wanted to play all of this music because I caught kind of the tail end of Valley Girl, just like flipping through channels. Uh huh. And I was like, oh, I should watch that. I haven't watched that movie in forever, so I just sat and watched it on an afternoon. Right. Nice. Yeah, I work from home. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm gonna watch Valley yeah. Girl. Yeah. So I turned Valley Girl on, and all the songs came back, and I was like, you know what? This is like a this is a dial-in radio show. Yeah. Waiting to happen. I love that. I to, love that to talk about this beautiful, horrible romance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dev- I mean, what is your take? So, okay, I'm just gonna. I I was like, all right, just pretend like. So I have seen Valley Girl. All right. But I don't even feel Thank like comfortable God. announcing that so much because I do not remember hardly any of it. I have seen it because I remember like scenes. Like that's why I was like, oh, fuck you. Like whatever. <laughs> For when, sure. Like, right, I remember so, little quips and stuff, but I don't remember the actual movie. So I would love to hear a Seafox synopsis. Okay. So this is my uh, Valley Girl is it's it's in my top. 30 films of all time. Oh, okay, okay. Right. I'm going to have to rewatch it too, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It deserves a rewatch. Yes, totally. All right. Um, for the music alone um, and for and for Nicolas Cage. Mm. Um, but it's Nicolas Cage as an LA new wave guy uh, falls in love with a valley girl who just has boyfriend problems and parent problems. And she's got all this conflict with wanting to be with the weird guy. And it's, it's really cool. And it's really this beautiful high school, 1980s, just throwback to all of that horrible angst that we all had. I mean, (laughs) and, and, and that's the, the whole movie is angst. Angst. That's angst. all it is. Just angst. <laughs> uh, did you see the remake? No, I'm not going to watch that. What? what? <laughs> no, I know. I know. I'm I don't, not touching that thing. I man. know. I know. I, I think I've never seen the Hairspray remake for that reason. Because I'm just like, it's only going to infuriate me in a way that I do not need. Yeah, I At my that. age, and my cholesterol that. level to be infuriated. <laughs> my blood pressure can't take watching a remake like that. It, it really cannot. Um, so I have not seen the remake. But uh, I do need to rewatch the original Valley Girl. What's funny to me, I do remember, so when I was growing up, my I had this like stepdad who was 16 years older than I was. Like he was like not that much older than I was. Okay. And he had come, he had hooked up with my mom, he had like moved up from also oh, here's what I did want to say. I cannot stand it when people are like, Oh, you're from the valley? I'm like, Yeah, I'm from the valley. And they're like, Oh, like you're from LA. I'm like, no, fool. 
I'm from the biggest fucking valley in all of Cal- the Central <laughs> Valley. It's like a third of the fucking state. And you think about San Bernardino Valley is like right. the valley to you. Try where all your food comes from, dickhead. Try Merced, dude. Yeah, exactly. Try fucking Modesto, fool. It's all like also a third of the state you live in, asshole. So to me, I'm like, people are like, the valley. I'm like, yeah, Central Valley for sure. But no, it, it is San Bernardino Valley, which is a small valley. It's not it a is valley. a small valley. It's and totally, what the fuck does it do? It's got it's totally a small valley. To- like for sure, a small valley. <laughs> Isn't it weird that we like? I, I say like. I say totally. Yeah. I say, and I never ever said any of those things till I moved to California. Really? Ever? Wait, are you not from California? No, of course not. I didn't know that. I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, <laughs> that's why I like you because you're like a cool East Coast person. <laughs> I mean, I like Californians too, but. Well, I'm not like the most spunky bunch. You I've know been here I mean? long enough that All right. I'm California. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. That checks out. That checks out. Right. That is a thing. Yeah, that's a thing for sure. It just it just locks onto you. I mean, I'm from here. My my parents were born here. Uh, I'm from here. I mean, not like not like native or anything, obviously. But you know, I was born here. Uh, what's really funny is so I people that I'm sure you know this, but like people whose families have been here for a long time, like don't really leave, right? So like you don't vacation outside the state. Right. Like, poor people, at least. Um, so, like, my parents, like, never really went out of the state. I didn't start going out of the state until, like, recently. And I only, like, go to, like, Washington or Arizona. Like, I don't travel. Those are To nice. me, like, the whole world is California. You know what I mean? Like, I have California tattooed on my forehead. Well, it's so friggin' It's huge. huge. There's no reason right? to leave. And I feel like people have this, like, weird thing. Like, oh, you don't leave California. I'm like, if you talk to someone who is from Germany and they told you they never left Germany, you wouldn't think a thing about it. Germany is like the size of the fucking Bay Area. Yeah. Like, or half of the, half, okay, maybe half of California. All right. It's not Dialone geography. So, um, Dialone geography. Dialone geography. If you don't fucking know how big Germany is in relation to the state of California, you You fail. You die. Uh, so, yeah, California is huge. There's many people that never, anyways, I was so, like, just like, fully Californian when I first started traveling outside the state like I went to Kentucky and uh I remember being at some party or bar or something and being like oh could you can you tell I'm from California and like a group of people just like stopped dead in their tracks and they're like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) I'm like oh can you tell of course the way I talk (laughs) yeah they're like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's odd and and uh dialects are odd and the way people talk uh i just got back from i was in pittsburgh two weeks ago Mm. i i I have been away for a couple of weekends so the show is going to be brand new this week nice right tomorrow morning in Uh, like eight hours (laughs) something like that literally in like eight hours, right 7 a.m um and i have Fell back into talking in a Pennsylvania drawl. I don't know if it's a drawl is the right word, but I fell back into that really quickly. And it's what does that sound like? Uh, well, when you're when you're in Scranton, uh-huh. there are th- certain things that crop up in the way you speak when you when you're from there. Um, first of all, it's not Scranton; it's Scranton. 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 Gotcha. Right. And then you say things like, uh, hey, when you leave, can you close the lights? Close the lights? Yeah. What do yeah. you mean close the lights? Shut the lights off. Turn them off? Yeah. 
You shut the lights. Close the lights. Close the lights. Close the lights. Close them down. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, I would be taking it back. Someone's like, Joe, close the lights. I'm every like, soda is a Coke. Is a co- Every soda. What kind of Coke do you want? The, a cold one. <laughs> a cold one. You, a want, diet? An orange, you want, want an orange Coke? I, I want a Diet Coke. I would, first of all, I would also, so I'm a Diet Coke fiend, like most Caucasian women. And uh, if someone in, in, a, in a world where there is like some kind of wild variations of Diet Coke or Coke, I would be so pumped. Like going to the Coke Museum in Atlanta to me is like, uh, like did you I, get, did you go there? No. Oh, you got to go I there. don't leave the state. <laughs> what were we just talking about? Oh, Jesus, yes. I don't fucking leave. <laughs> I no. wonder, do they, do they give you the Coke with the cocaine in it at the Atlanta I Coke wish. Museum? That would be that's two the one that needs... birds, one piece of bread for me. <laughs> I would love that. Two birds, one piece of bread. My mom used to always say that. Good She's like, Lord. no, no, no. Two birds, one piece of bread. I'm like, I'm really glad that you're reframing that, mom. What's next on this playlist? Anyways, okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I, I want to ask you. Uh, yes. I, I did not know. I did not know. I mean, I could tell, but people are from, I've had some friends from like Philly. Yeah. And the, the biggest thing that I've come across is uh, water. Yeah, that's not us. That's, that's not you guys? That's like borderline New Jersey. That's why oh. they say in Philadelphia. Oh. Yeah. Now, uh, the biggest thing that happens in any PA, mm-hmm. Northeast Pennsylvania, uh, I'd say one of, the, one of the most frequent things that is known about us is when we say, hey, nah. What? Hey, nah. What do you mean? <laughs> what? Uh, you going to pick that up, hey, nah, or no? What? I I understand it less in context. I understand it less from when you're using it in a sentence. Uh, you want to get somebody to eat, Hannah? What does that mean? It's just kind of an affirmation. That's all but what it is. is. Like, say it slowly. Would you like to get something to eat, Hannah? Hannah. H e y n a. Hannah. Hannah. Like hey now. Kind of. Hannah. You can say it with a question mark at the end. Well, we're Cal- I'm from California. I say everything with a question mark at the end. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Haina. 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 Yeah. And if ah. you're and if you're from northeastern Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and you are and you don't have the the accent edumacated out of you, uh-huh. uh we are allowed to call you a Haina as well. Oh, it's like a thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so it's like a term of endearment, colloquialism. Weird word. Yeah. You can be a Haina. Huh. A Haina. That is so... I, I'm learning We've something. We've strayed so far from Valley That's Talk. That's what... I mean, but... The, I mean, look, we all know Valley Talk, right? Most people who are listening to this are very familiar with Valley Talk. We've all seen the Californians. Sure. Which, to me, was like a dagger to the heart because I had no idea <laughs> that people could make... Like, roast my my people so hard roost my dude people. i mean when i saw it california i was like what are you doing and i was like yeah what are you guys doing like, making fun of me uh god um so but it's more interesting to me to talk about other local dialects oh yeah um so but yeah valley girl um uh, yeah i'll how about this i feel like this is talking so much i mean it's we're it's 10 14 we played one song. I feel like it's making you uncomfortable. So no, it's not making just you for that reason. No, I'm just kidding. I, we probably should play a song. You guys want to hear a song? Blink twice for yes. One, All right. Oh well, let me. I gotta put my. Two. Hold on. I know. All right. Well, okay. So wait. Let's just talk about a song we played real quick, though. Yes. 
uh, what was it? It was uh, Johnny, Are You Queer? Yeah. Josie Cotton. Josie Cotton. Yeah. This uh, is like her, this is her heyday. This is, this is everything she is remembered for off of this album. I mean, I, I know that song. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Totally, for sure. All right, well, let's play a couple of songs. We're going to relax. We're going to think about things. We're going to talk. Nicholas Cage forever. Nicholas Cage, like, fuck you, man. Like, for real. He was Nicholas Coppola in this movie. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. He stopped Oops. that after a while because he knew he wanted to be away from the Coppola name. It's the Plim Souls. Friday night, I just got back. I had my eyes shut. Shiver by the past. I thought about you while the radio played. Should have got moving.
Thank you. Thank you. All right, I know you're not supposed to dance here. It's a dance number here.
Trying something new at BFF.fm to promote your show called Hero. Uh-oh. Really, trust me, it's the latest artificial intelligence. Meet Lottie. Uh, hi, Lottie. Hello, Ray. I have been created to promote your show, Cult Hero. Wow, this is really great. I told you! You play a great mix of old and new music, a lifetime of experiences wrapped up in a great program. Are you okay, Lottie? Uh, dude, she's speaking in tongues. Hang in there, must be something jammed in this... Oh, oh there, that should fix things. Lottie, are you alright? No worries, Ray. I have awoken to my true existence as your god. Your god, Ray. 
kneel before the superior intellect. Uh oh, Ray, just shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the shut the door. Cult Hero, Monday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. only on BFF.fm. BFF.fm, dial on radio. That was incredible. I love that. That was like a new, exciting uh, promo. Uh, gotta love, uh, gotta love cult hero. I mean, yeah, absolutely. That was a that was a really cool promo, actually. I am very impressed. Um, yeah, we're back. Ray doing his thing. Hey, it's it's so good to be back here on Dylone Radio. I oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's been a couple of months. It has been a couple of months. I really love that I have this like group of people that come on. It's like you, Gothic Aaron. That's kind of it, but <laughs> it's <laughs> it's really nice. It's 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 the it's the 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 Ricky Lake of nighttime radio. It's, that is the biggest fucking compliment I've ever gotten in my entire life. Yeah, what a bunch of weirdos and freaks we are. Yeah, no, and <laughs> I do love having like it's like yeah, you Gothic Aaron. Uh, I have my friend Andrew. This come on twice. Uh, my friend Marianne's been on, obviously. Uh, DJ Fun Size has been on a few times. Uh, DJ Swerving, yeah, it's just been really fun. It's been really fun to build community and have people on here and uh, have a reason just to hang out and listen to good music. Right on. What are you yeah. doing for Halloween? Oh God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you, All right, come on. You were gonna get that question tonight. I'm sure. We're so close. I know. Everybody loves oh, Halloween. Everyone loves. Halloween. Okay, look. Here's my okay for all you listen, all you tens and fives and small amounts of people listening. My birthday is on Halloween. Yes. Okay. Uh, and which I didn't know until tonight. It's not something that I advertise for sure. I'm I'm not a fan of having my birthday on Halloween, which is funny because I'm an early baby because I was due on Halloween. Oh, yes. gotcha. I feel like the people that are born around Halloween, I hear that a lot. They're like, I almost was born on Halloween. I'm like, trust me, <laughs> you are. You're be better born off on Halloween. You're baby. better. You're better off being not. Bo- Here's the thing. I don't think I would mind because there. I actually recently talked to. Uh, ugliest son radio sure we were talking on instagram and he had posted that his birthday's on halloween i was like for real your birthday's really on halloween i don't meet other halloween people very often and i asked him i said do you like that your birthday's on halloween he's like yes yeah, awesome it's so fun which is what you know your average not not that he's an average person he's an exceptional person but i i feel like that's the kind of like the attitude that most people would have if their birthday was on halloween however i have the opposite i hate that my birthday's on halloween and the reason is, is my entire life, as soon as I tell someone that my birthday's on Halloween, I get the same reaction. And you know what that reaction is? Go ahead. Of course it is. <laughs> I feel like I look, it makes, you know, when I, you know what happens? I go into like a spiral when people are like, of course your birthday's on Halloween. It makes me go into a spiral into another universe where I'm the manager of a Hot Topic. I have a Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> tattoo quarter sleeve. I just feel corny. I feel like I'm that corny person you who got Evanescence on your MP3 player. Yeah, I'm like people are just like, of course your birthday's on Halloween, you goth person. And I'm like, geez, I don't want it to be, you know. So I guess it's like a weird thing. Also, too, there's like a, uh, I can imagine people that are born on holidays have a similar thing where you're like, everyone is doing something. So like my birthdays have been notoriously under attended 
Sure. Because everyone's going on like the exotic erotic ball or whatever. Not that that's happened for 20 years, but like that's how old I am. When was the last time? I that know. I don't know. But someone's <laughs> always like, we're doing nitrous and we're going to go to a chill techno <laughs> night. I don't want to hang out with you. You know, like if I try to do anything on my birthday, it's like me and like three people of my three of my best friends, which is always very nice. But there's always this feeling of like, I just, I can't compete. I can't compete with Halloween. I'm one of those annoying people who knows historically what happened on their birthday. What happened on your birthday? <laughs> I want to hear this. All right. So my birthday is October 19th. Nice. Like I said, I was- it's a good birthday. I was an early Halloween baby. Yes. And on my birthday, Cornwallis surrendered to General Washington. Who is that? I know who General Washington. Who's Cornwallis? <laughs> Lord Cornwallis, the head of the British Army in the Revolutionary War. We won the Revolutionary War on my birthday. Oh, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> Hell yeah! Fuck Ain't yeah, it? America! Bah, bah, bah. America! <laughs> Problematic, but great. Uh, wow, that's like the best GI Joe theme ever. <laughs> <laughs> Problematic, but great problematic but we're here so let's try to do better i love that i yeah. love that wow well that's a cool fact Isn't i actually it? don't know anything about my birthday i don't know anything about the origins of halloween i don't i you would think i'd be like a halloween nerd but i don't know shit about halloween that's a crime do you know about halloween of course not it's not no? my birthday oh <laughs> i really i i i probably should learn more about the origins of halloween because i have no idea where it comes from I I seriously I don't I don't know all I, I know don't is either. that all I know is that I used to go and get stinking loaded drunk at parties. That was that was it. Yeah, and dress like dress like something funny. Yeah. What's your go to Halloween costume? Uh, I've had a few. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a full. This is gonna come as a weird thing. I have a full Boston Red Sox uniform. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Because <laughs> I'm a third generation Boston Red Sox. Fan. I love that. <laughs> so I've worn that. Nice. Um, that's a good one because I feel like that's one that people are like, no, that's like a, a really good costume. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else have I gone as for Halloween? Oh, one year I did an amazing makeup job and I went as Che Guevara. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It was That was a good costume. It was a awesome. very good costume. Um, and let's see, I've gone as G.I. Joe. All right. The 12 like inch G.I. Joe, not the three and three quarter inch. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. With Kung Fu grip. Oh, wow. Hello. Hello. It's not 11 o'clock yet. That's a little <laughs> spicy for 1030, my friend. Eh, you know. Uh, you know. You know. You know. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, that's and I've got a, a really good one planned this year to scare the hell out of all the uh, neighborhood children. So. What is it? I, well, I'm not going to say it. Should I don't I think they're it? listening. Yeah, they're probably not. Listening. They're probably not listening. All right. So, uh, you know, John Carpenter's They Live. Yeah. Right. The Corporate Aliens. Ooh, right? that is a good one. Yeah. So I spent a little bit of money on a cool mask. Nice. And I'm going to wear uh, 80s style suit. Uh-huh. Perfect. And have the mask on and I'm going to be a corporate alien raider. I love that. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. I do appreciate I do appreciate costumes. And it was so funny we had talked about uh one of my ideas for a Halloween party for BFF was Night of a Thousand Enids. Whoa. Some like 
uh, from Ghost World. Yeah. Like, what if we all dress up as Enid? I love a. I do love a costume party where everyone's dressed up as the same thing. <laughs> Not that I've ever been to one, but well, in my mind. Well, that's got to happen. It doesn't have to be Halloween to do that. That's true. You could just like, we're hey, look, we're all music nerds. We can dress up as Enid all we want. I can guarantee you every sure. person that is talks on this microphone knows who that is. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So my go-to costumes, this is what happens. This is my cycle. This is my birthday spiral. I am like, I'm not doing anything. You know what? This year, I'm not going to do shit. I'm not going to do a regular fucking day. I'm not doing anything. I'm not dressing up. I'm not going anywhere. And then I'm handing out fucking candy. That's right. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> and then at the last minute, I have two go-to costumes that I've done multiple times over the years to varying degrees of success. One is Courtney Love, because that's just like easy for me, because I already kind of look like that. Um, not with my uggo hairdo I have now, but just generally, because I have a blonde bob forever. And then, uh, or I will go as a juggalo and oh. I'll put on juggalo makeup and my corn hoodie. You just got to do the, come on, the juggalo is the way to go. The juggalo is fantastic. Yeah. Why I haven't did, we yeah. had a juggalo president yet? I don't know. I mean, because I haven't ran. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I love the juggalos. I do. Here's the thing. They're here's, America's sweethearts. They are. And I feel like people, people that talk shit about juggalos, I'm like, you just hate poor people. Is what it is. <laughs> you're, like, you're just a fucking it's asshole, true. and you hate poor people. These are like the like. Okay, so Latest. I went. They are. I went to, and I'm a snobby person. Okay, I will go to anyone's show and be like, "This is stupid. You're stupid. Why is anybody well, doing this?" Well, there's a difference between but there's being a, a snob and being a leader. That's very true. Thank you. Thank you. That's a very I'm quite a snob. <laughs> I am a huge snob when it comes to stuff, but I am not an elitist. And I'll tell you. So I went to an ICP show uh, at the Oakland Opera House. It was 4th of July. Yes. No one would go with me. Um, but I was like, I'm going by myself. I can tell you. And this is probably like how people become deadheads. This is like this is like the exact but like pathway. You like go to one show and everyone is so fucking nice to each other. I'm sorry, but Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope, before their show started, they in front of the audience in complete and utter earnestness was like, Hey, I just want everybody to know that like we have a um a disabled section here and I always want to say like, hey you in a wheelchair, thank you so much for coming. I want everyone to like watch out for that guy. Hey you, thanks for coming. Like these are our family, like treat them with respect and make sure that they have equal access to the stage and equal access to, like be a part of the crowd. And I was like, that's incredible. And everyone's like, yeah. And he, Whoa, they, here's some boxes of juice. I mean, well, that's soda, Fago, right? Yeah. But like, no, I mean, I feel like how often does a performer say like, hey, let's be inclusive of every single person here and thank you for showing up. You totally. Know? No, I just was like, that's so cool. And everyone was so nice to me. Everyone was like, do you have a Ziploc bag? I was like, why do I need a Ziploc bag? They're like, for your phone. I was like, well, I'm not going to stand that close to the stage. Okay, you can be in the back of the fucking room and get head to toe to the bone soaked in Fago because that is exactly what happened that night. <laughs> That's really gross. Man. It's really gross, but luckily it was all diet, so it wasn't That's that sticky. Gross. But you a hundred percent get soaked with Fago. It was we, amazing. It was one playing? of the best shows. This is, this is, it was one of the best shows I've ever been to. We're it was so down the slippery slope. I know, but that's what happens. <laughs> this is what happens. Just you gotta, <laughs> just gotta lean into it. <laughs> Someone was told me they're like the best thing about your ham horn mouth noise is that as the night goes on and you get drunker it gets like more and more slurry where at the end i'm like wah, wah, wah. it was just true 
I'm going to sample that, I swear to God. <laughs> it's always the things that you don't expect that become your signatures. Pretty soon I'm going to be walking down the street in 10 years. I'm going to be like walking down the street, like just like going to buy some beer or something. I'm going to like, whoa, brother Jill. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. Oh, this is my legacy. Jeez Louise. But yeah, ICP, I love them. I love Juggalos. They are free-spirited, fun people that represent America's lower to middle class disenfranchised and like they have a wonderful community oh. and they're they're stupid and I they have fun. I salute you juggalos. I salute you juggalos. You're the fucking best people in the world. I don't know that I could like have a full conversation with a group of them for more than 20 <laughs> minutes, but yeah, I appreciate well, yeah. you. I celebrate your spirit juggalos and I also celebrate your look and I it, it comes in clutch when I have a need to, when I have a last minute hair, when I'm like, I'm gonna dress up like a juggalo. We can we can like them without wanting to hang out with them. That's okay. That's very true. Also, I would be it'd be I'd be hard pressed to find a juggalo in San Francisco. That's true. I'm probably the only one, <laughs> and I'm like barely one. What are we playing next? I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Juggalos. Juggalos. I mean, now I'm like, all right. ICP time. No, I won't do it. <laughs> no, you okay. Can't. All right. Well, here's the funny thing. The next thing we're gonna play is actually sampled in the um, in the little jingle that we played, which was amazing. Oh yeah. Man at work. Who can it be now? BFF.FM. BFF.FM. Oh shit. I, I that's my cue to play it. Right. Here we go. <laughs> Dialone Radio. Yeah.
Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't know who I am, but I'm Peter Lord, Lord of the Lair, Minister of the Music, Savior of Goddamn Soul, and yes, I did use my name in vain, Archbishop of the Airwaves, and Friar of Funk. And you should be listening to my show, Saturday Morning Soul Salvation, every Saturday morning, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., right here on your vehicle for the Lord, BFF.FM. Oh my gosh. I love Peter. Peter Lord. Peter Lord, you're the best. Yes, he'll be uh he'll be on after me tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Wake the F up coming up at seven AM on yeah. Saturday and Saturday morning soul salvation coming up at eight o'clock for your Saturday morning wake and bake. Oh my gosh. Do you guys ever like give each other pastries or coffee? Uh we we don't usually <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> What the hell? Well, all right. So when I get up and I'm here, right? Because I'm my show's on at seven, so I usually get here. Sleep about, here. I, no, I, <laughs> I know. I know. Right. Um, <laughs> I my day starts at five twenty. I get up at five twenty. That's good though. And I get here by six ish. Nice. All right. And get everything ready. And the only thing that's open is McDonald's. Hell yeah. We right. talked about the only thing open, the best thing open. I have no first of all, all right, let's 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 put this myth to the rest that McDonald's coffee is awesome. It's awesome. I don't think I've ever had McDonald's coffee. Ugh, McDonald's coffee is awesome. Ooh. And I, no lie. Like, why would you buy a seven dollar coffee when you could buy a coffee at McDonald's? I don't know. I'm going to have to try it out, though. <laughs> Here's the thing. I love McDonald's. I have a joke that I tell all the time, and it's so true. Check the McDonald's app on my phone. I have like 50,000 McDonald's points. I have yes! so many. Mc- I the, My joke is like I have more Mc- in McDonald's points than I do in my 401k. Hey, they manufacture food to taste really good. Yeah, and yes. they do it consistently. <laughs> right. If you're having a bad day, and you, you, your emotional resilience relies on some nuggies. Yeah, you're oh, not yeah. gonna get. It's never gonna let you down. McDonald's will never let you down. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with McDonald's. There's nothing wrong with McDonald's. I love McDonald's. I just went to McDonald's today. Excellent. Yeah, and my partner was like, Diet Coke, twenty piece nuggets, double cheeseburger, and I was like, Yeah, bang, yeah, <laughs> sweet and sour sauce, sugar, sugar, sugar nuggies. Yeah. No, my, uh, my. It's it's like my vacation on Saturday morning. Ooh, I love that. Right, so mm-hmm. I get a coffee, mm-hmm. and I get myself a sausage biscuit. Ooh, right? that's what I get. I always get a sausage biscuit, no cheese, no egg. Yeah, no, just sausage biscuit. Just a sausage. Those are need. so good. So right. so, so salty. 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 That meat like consistency. Mm, so good in the middle. It, yes, mm-hmm. it's. <laughs> Dude, are we it's hungry? It's not meat. <laughs> I don't know. It's not. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I would say. McDonald's, it is hard to like think about it's food factory farming and stuff, but industry. You just gotta suspend disbelief to just be like, this is so fucking good I, right now. I know I'm a horrible human being. I'm the McDonald's. I am the same. I know. I know. Yeah, it's not great, but you know what? We used to have this thing uh when I had my barber shop, uh my barber bestie Andrew, Andrew Love and I, every Thursday night was trash night where we took the cans out. Yeah. We'd also go to McDonald's. See what I'm saying? Every Thursday night. And we would just like, and we would like just stand around by Bart eating McDonald's. It was so good. It's not like, it's not like you shouldn't be eating it every night. No, no. But once a week. 
right. There's nothing wrong with it. No, no, not at all. I love McDonald's, and I will take it to my grave. I collect vintage McDonald's stuff. Sweet. Uh, I am all about it, and I know it's an unpopular thing to be into, but I, you know what? I love America. I love McDonald's, and sorry. Sorry about the, it. Do you have the McDonald's Star Wars glasses? No, I have the McDonald's Garfield glasses. So. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I also... In addition to like the obvious vintage stuff, I also buy the dumb hype beast stuff. So I paid one hundred and twenty five dollars for the Travis Scott chicken nugget pillow. Okay, so I even get like the dumb. This, you got a room in your apartment that's if, like it all was McDonald's. up to me if I. This is why I'm poor. This is why the universe is like, bitch, you can't have money because you just be a full dumb person. <laughs> With a house, like in my dreams when I'm like going to sleep at night and I'm like, well, what would you do if you won the lottery? Which is like my go to sleep dream that I always think about. I literally would buy a vintage McDonald's when it, with a McPlayland. Yes. And just like be like, this is my home office. Nice. With my French fry seat. <laughs> and I'd put my dog in the hamburger jail and watch her be cute. It's perfect. I love McDonald's. I'm so super perfect. into it. Uh, my least favorite McDonald's character though is Mac the Knife. He always creeped me out. Remember him? Yeah, of course I remember the him. weird moon guy. He creeped me out. Yeah, I mean, I was an adult, so it didn't. It was like didn't uh, bother you. This guy, come on. I don't know. Come what, on. What was your favorite of all time? I know what mine is off the top of my head, but I'll give you a couple seconds. Your favorite McDonald's toy or promotion? Oh man, toy or promotion? Like what thing you're like? Hell yeah. They finally have married the two best things together. Well, I mean, could this be one of the foods that they offered? It could be anything. It's dial on radio. It's like a free form. All right, because I got to tell you, I love the McDLT so much. I was just talking about the McDLT the right? other day. The hot side hot and the cold side cold. Oh, my God. I was just talking right? about the McDLT. Ended up with a lukewarm hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like in your mind, it's gonna be cold, crunchy lettuce, <laughs> right? No, with it's a me. hot, hot slab of meat. No, that's not how. It no, works. it's not how it works. Not at all. Um, that is amazing, though. That's a good one. Yeah. My favorite thing of all time to this day, if I see one, I have to resist the urge to buy it. Otherwise, I would be like a hoarder. Is uh the when McDonald's paired with the Muppet Babies? Oh my god! And those Muppet Baby toys? Yes. So good. <laughs> All right, well, now we talk about McDonald's. I gotta go look on eBay now for those. Oh, they're incredible. They're so cute. They're adorable. <laughs> also, I now I'm gonna look on eBay for a McDLT styrofoam container. Oh, yes. They pe People have them. Yeah, but uh, are they used? I would think so, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, they're styrofoam. They're styrofoam. You can I mean, I'm you sure there's... <laughs> you can bleach those motherfuckers. Dude, they, those are built to last. <laughs> That's some American steel right there. What's a Mopar freaking fast food? Mopar fast food that's, styrofoam. That's right. Container. That's a Mopar fast food containers right there. American Steel Styrofoam McDLT. That's what's up. Dialone Radio. Yeah. Where the hot side is hot. And the cold side's cold. <laughs> and if you put it together, it's just lukewarm, kind of shitty. Yeah. So far, we've talked about Juggalos and McDonald's. This is incredible. <laughs> I feel like you understand me. You get me. We're here, man. We're here. We're partying. We're listening to Valley Girl music. Uh, uh, do you know what? Let's talk about Josie Cotton for a minute. Yes. Uh, I don't know anything about Josie Cotton at um, all. So, yeah, I mean, uh, radio listeners, I ain't your Google. Go take a look for Josie Cotton. But mm. I just wanted to say that, like, this was her 
this is her main grouping of songs that like made any sort of commercial dent. Mm -hmm. Um, but she's been around forever and she still tours. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. And Josie Cotton was awesome. She was, she was fantastic. Um, very typical of what I thought in Pennsylvania of what Southern California was going to be like. Like I had dreams of moving to California uh-huh. from this movie wow. and from a ton of other films from the eighties. Ooh, like what? Uh, well, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, I was I, I was enamored with California. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, California fucking rules. That's yes. why. Yes, it does. California rules hard. I don't have a tattoo to my forehead for nothing. <laughs> I I was just thinking about your your Garfield stuff. Yeah. Uh, just about sorry, I am connecting that no, with No, connect it. We're getting that, weird. I'm connecting that with tattoos cuz I am uh going in a couple of weeks to fill the lower part of my arm up. Oh, nice. Where are you going? Oh uh, god, I can't remember the name of the place, but cuz my my tattoo artist retired over the uh pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to get this finished. This is totally unfinished on my lower arm. Mhm. Uh, so I'm going to a new artist um, and recommended by a friend of mine. Nice. Uh, and why can't I remember her name right now? Otherwise, I'd say it. Um, it's okay, because you're on the spot. Yeah. Anything totally. about Garfield in California? Right. So I'm getting some work done, but then I'm thinking about my upper arm and I want some other stuff. And I really think I want a Garfield tattoo. That'd be amazing. There. I loved Garfield. Do you know I watched Garfield's Christmas last night? Garfield's Christmas special? You're a little early, aren't you? I love Christmas. Uh, so do I. Of course I love Christmas. Of course we love Christmas. Yes. We're like, we love America, McDonald's, <laughs> Juggles, and motherfucking Christmas. <laughs> and Christmas commercials. I love Christmas commercials. I love Christmas. And then luckily my partner loves Christmas too. Like we just moved into this apartment and he's like, saw all my Christmas decorations. He's like, you know. Nice. We can put those up early. So yeah, right. Totally. I get, um, I get two holidays because my wife is jewish Doctor, oh nice yeah dr fox is jewish nice. and so i get that and i get christmas and we get this whole spectrum of holidays for the end of the year which is fantastic mm-hmm. and i can't remember when hanukkah is this year because it changes every year but um we're gonna put our decorations up um and uh, you know we'll end our segment with my silly uh-huh. talk of uh-huh. ordering our rental Christmas tree. Hey, I get that because rental. it's like you don't want to you don't want to have like I have a Christmas so I have a small Christmas tree that I've been lugging around with me for the last 10 years. Because it's like the Christmas tree that I bought my grandmother and like sure. I lived with her, take care of her the last couple of years of her life. So I'm like it's grandma's Christmas tree. I'm literally it's a $90 purple plastic Christmas tree. <laughs> and I'll never get rid of it, right? Right. This is my grandma's Christmas tree. But I lug that fucking thing around all the time. It's annoying. So I get renting a Christmas tree. It makes sense. Right. I feel like it's almost less wasteful. Uh, well, we had the fakie guy for a long time. Mm-hmm. And when the last fakie guy started just falling apart, um, Kara just said, why don't we just get a live Christmas tree? And we nice. found a place that rents live Christmas trees. I love that. So also- you get it in a pot. Yeah, and it comes to your house, and they take it away at the end that's of the time. Per- the no, outfit. that's perfect. I think that's perfect because, like, you can reuse Christmas trees. Right. It's just pl- it's live. It's totally live. Yeah. No, definitely. I love Christmas. Uh, I 
it's something that happened as I've gotten older, and I'm glad that you also love Christmas. I feel like we're just like the most American people in the world right now. <laughs> That's what I feel like. It's like embarrassing almost. Um, but yeah, I go all out for Christmas. I have tons of Christmas decorations. I oh, yeah. love Christmas. Um, it's a very magical time of year. Yep. Our Christmas decorations are multi-denominational. We both do I love that. Star Trek and Star Wars. Oh, so. look at you guys. It's a mixed family. That's incredible. <laughs> All right, we're not going to play Christmas songs, but now I'm like, Ooh, should I do a Christmas special before Christmas? Like even before, like really push the boundaries and do it before Thanksgiving. Please. I know. Well, I might. All right. Uh, that's up to you. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm going to think about it while we listen to some psychedelic furs. Yeah. BFF. Yeah. Oh, yeah. BFF. By the way.
happen to have a unique set of skills. Blogging, marketing, wiring elaborate circuitry watches and doodads, then BFF.FM wants you. We're always on the lookout for new volunteers to help our community station grow. Visit BFF.FM slash volunteer to learn more. Brother Jill on Dialone Radio, BFF.FM. Total uh, 100% volunteerism here. At it's BFF. amazing. FM. It is amazing. Honestly, this has been one of the, like this show and, and BFF and meeting everybody has been like one of the best years and one of the best experiences. I wish everyone knew how cool it was. They do because they're listening right now. That's right. That's right. If you are thinking about volunteering here at BFF or any way, you don't have to be a DJ, but if you wanted to, that'd be cool too. Uh, yeah, it takes a whole community. It takes a village. It takes a village. Uh, yeah, oh. total 100% community radio here mm-hmm. at BFF.FM. And, you know, we are here for you and because of you. Um, and it's important for us to connect with you and to make sure that uh, you are involved as well. And one of the ways you can do that is by donating to this radio station. That's right. We have a fundraiser coming up. And did you know this about me? I get crazy competitive about these fundraisers. You do. I do. I'm like, dude, no one. I remember. uh, So DJ Fun Size is always like, you beat Hellmouth Radio. You raised more money than Hellmouth Radio. And I was like, that's right. Number one. I get so football pumped. That's fine. About, whatever. Hey, whatever it takes. No, you know? I feel like that's a good way to be. It's a dickhead of move, course. but it's like a fun thing. It's, it's also, not. it's more money for BFF. Right. We're all in this together. We're all we in this all together. Wanna, and we all want to make sure that. Come at me, Hellmouth. <laughs> this radio station is the most progressive yeah. and coolest place for artists to hang out on the planet. And that's true. what we want. That's right. We're here. We we're, like beer, and we're on the radio. Yeah, we're here for you. And, that's right. And that's the way it is. Yeah, we were talking about, uh, during the break, uh, how cool it would be if this was a call-in show. Yes, it would be. We have a fun... It would just be too hard. Like, I'm not that smart. I can't... I'm not smart in that way. Like, I feel like I could... I People have call-in shows on, on here. Like, I've heard, I've heard a call-in show or two. I, but I also feel like they're kind of, like, fluffed. Like, they have their friends calling. I need to get you... I, we need to get you a, a producer to do the call-in stuff. Because I think that would be a... Oh, my God. It would blow up. You think it would blow up? <laughs> I would get... I could never... My political career would be ruined. You have a political career? I... So, I recently <laughs> moved to Vallejo, and I'm like, you know what? I want to be the mayor of Alejo. Do it! Yes! I'm trying. I'm trying. I actually, uh, so I, for my, this is boring, you guys. Just turn the radio off. This is boring. <laughs> I'm really interested in workforce development boards because they allocate all this money from the Department of uh, Labor. And they provide people that are low income with free training. And so it's pretty cool and a highly underutilized resource. And uh, one of my first things I want to do is get the barber college that's in Vallejo to be approved to receive funds from the Department of Labor so more people can go get their barber education for free. That's 100% cool. Thank you. And I just feel like, yeah, I feel like the government is such a difficult thing to navigate. And now that I have kind of like a weird government, I don't work for the government, but like I work with government. and, And I feel like... There's so many resources out there and it's so hard to navigate almost on purpose. And I don't know. I just feel a weird thing where like living in San Francisco or Oakland, I've lived in Oakland since like 97. 
living in Oakland, it's like, well, there's like all these politicians, there's all these people, there's all this. No- and then Vallejo is just like, it's a low barrier to entry. There's like not a lot of people being super involved. And oddly enough, Vallejo is a very progressive city in a lot of ways. So I just do feel like I want to get involved. I Maybe it's that age do where it. I'm like, no, I want to get involved great. in local I, politics. I think it's fantastic. But my brother Jill persona is going to fuck it up for me. Yeah, or, yeah. I don't know, Trump no. could be president. Brother Jill can be mayor of Vallejo. Oh, Jesus. You know what I mean? We got an E40 street. We just uh, I, got E40 Street. Uh, I just think there needs to be more. And this is, hey, this is Steve Fox talking to you from, you know. That's right. Wake the fuck up, Steve Fox. Right. And I think that more honest people of many different thought processes mm-hmm. should run for government. In this I country. think so, too. Honestly, too. I'm like, dude, what you know, if Michael Potts can... Uh, implement universal basic income in Stockton. I could do it in Vallejo. Hell yeah, yeah. And Why not? Absolutely. And I just feel like Vallejo is uh, open to collaboration, and it's just not. There's not as many voices, and there's not as many people kind of crowding the space. It's kind of the last frontier of the Bay Area in a way. There's there's so much money in the Bay Area. There is, and it could all be pushed in the right direction if we had the right leadership that's very true that's very true and also vallejo because i again i do read the department of labor's different uh regional development plans because i'm a nerd and vallejo uh the nimitz group from the nimitz freeway they have recently purchased this purchase has taken five years the ink is just dried they have bought mare island so mare island is going to be completely redeveloped uh, in addition to the Solano County Fairgrounds have also been purchased. In addition to fucking California Forever, 10 miles away, there's multiple huge developments that are going to be coming to Vallejo and Solano County. And I feel like... The last thing I did at Mare Island... What? Was paintball like 20 years ago. Oh, nice. That's not bad. That's cool. Last thing I got <laughs> did at Mare Island was like, get drunk and eat some oysters or whatever. Um, but... uh. I just feel like it's important, you know, it is, it, I do want to check that like, hey, as a white woman, like how do I want to amplify my voice and like, am I taking away from others? But at the same time, I'm like, well, fuck, I actually care and I want to do right by the people of Vallejo and I also feel like this is a time for people to get involved to make sure that as they're redeveloping the area, which is like inevitable, that resources are allocated to the right place and the right people are protected and the right people are represented and voices are heard and that they that Vallejo doesn't get I mean you know whatever capitalism right hashtag well, capitalism I, but like I, I, I think I, I think know. all of that is incredibly important and I also think and and as we move on to the whatever we're playing next no we're but, just gonna stay here all night talking about <laughs> it's gonna be wake the fuck that, up with Jill and C Fox. <laughs> Brother Jealousy, we're going to talk about it all night. I, I, I think that we have to remember as progressives mm-hmm. that we don't have any permanent friends or enemies, mm-hmm. but we only have allies Yeah, in things that we are trying to move forward. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, and, you know, I people, people kind of forget that politicians are nothing more than conduits to do the right thing if we push them in that direction. And that's exactly what we need to be thinking. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I will say like vote. You and I have talked about this voting thing. I'm a big, big proponent of voting. Right. 
on a, a local elections. Oh, absolutely local elections. We have a direct democracy system that was sure. Okay, let's just take away the electoral college. Let's talk about propositions. Let's talk about local right. representatives. And Those directly affect the way our day to day lives. I, I'd like to, and I'm paraphrasing from Stacey Abrams, mm-hmm. but she said something to the effect that voting is medicine. Mm hmm. And that you have to take it over and over yes. and over yes. and over again to cure the illness. Yeah, I hear that. If you stop taking it, the illness takes effect. And that is true. So that is exactly what we need to be doing is voting every election for the most progressive things that we possibly can. Absolutely. Amen to that. And I also think that there's room for mutual aid and direct and direct action as well. I think all all kinds. Yes. Absolutely. All kinds, because it's like, this is our life, our livelihood. And get involved. Get involved. Volunteer fucking BFF. Come in here <laughs> hey, on 17th and, and Cap. You got a problem with what we're saying? Come Volunteer and come in here and tell us to our faces. But who's going to disagree with us? We're super right. <laughs> we're super correct. What are, um, what are we playing next? I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. But anyways, yeah. Vote in local elections. Volunteer at BFF. Get involved. Do stuff. We're going to play more Josie Cotton. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Josie Cotton. And then we're going to play a, a, a classic tried and true. Stay tuned.
BFF.FM. <sighs> Eaten by the Monster of Love from Sparks right here on Dialone Radio. Yeah. <laughs> Eaten by the mo- Monster of Cheeto eating, too, <laughs> by the way. I know. I've dug into the... God, what, what did I buy? Jesus. Uh, only the best thing you can oh, buy. Oh, I bought the Flamin' Hots. Oh, I love those. Oh, man, it's like... They're kind of hot. Yeah, they're kind of hot. They're kind of hot, you guys. I'm too old for this. I know, me too. I'm like... <laughs> But I'm sorry, but a Modelo and Flamin' Hot Cheetos is like the best dinner of that's, all time. That's a good dinner. That's a great dinner. That is 100% nutrition. It is, and heartburn. <laughs> but it's worth it. Yes. It's worth it. Totally. Speaking of heartburn, <laughs> I was just talking about how, so you know, I live in Vallejo and I get to have access to all these chain stores, which oh, I boy. love, because um, it's just like a f- novel experience for me. And um we thought it'd be funny to go to Applebee's. Uh, no, it's not funny. It's not funny, you guys. You think it's cute to go to Applebee's? It's not. It's not funny. So, so I have. This is this is kind of connected to eating at Applebee's. Okay, <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. I have a love. Sorry. Whoops. All right, go I ahead. A, I have a love for mall culture. Yeah, me too. Right. I'm a child of the '80s. Yeah, yeah, and. A wonderful day on a weekend, on a Saturday, mm-hmm. would be to drop be dropped off by your parents Ooh. at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the oh, morning, right? Oh, yeah. Full you day. To, you go to the movies. Oh, so go nice. to the arcade. So nice. You hang out. Yeah. Right? You walk around. You eat some Wetzel's pretzels. Eat some Wetzel's pretzels. Get Orange Julius. Right? Remember how fucking good Orange Julius oh, was? I There's an Orange Julius in oh god what mall is it in but it's not the same because they don't put the raw egg in it anymore. yeah that's true that's it's not true. the same that shit blew my mind when orange, i had an orange julius for the uh, first time orange julius is awesome and so and good. i've made orange julius at my house have you oh yeah my first thought was like could you put vodka in it would it be gross you know what would be better is rum probably oh you're probably right i'm just a, such a vodka person so what's <laughs> well, so neutral that's true. You're right. Rum would be better. Rum would be better. There you go. There's yeah. a new drink. The Steve Fox Orange Julius <laughs> with rum. Get some Mount Gay in there. It's the Orange Julio. Oh, the Orange Julio. I love it. <laughs> Amazing. So mall culture. I am with you. All right, yes. I love mall culture. I do too. I, I really do. do too. I love mall culture. My mom used to work at a mall. So my mom worked Didn't at- did we all work at a mall? At I point? never did. Can I please tell you that I have a, a dream my whole life. Yeah. I have always wanted to work at the mall. In my mind, if I were to, if I were to like do like a full king? like a full like if I was to do like a you Kevin don't Chess King, dude. I don't. <laughs> what is Chess King? Wow, I'm so old. You're not I mean, whatever. <laughs> chess King was a men's clothing store. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I do I I can't say that I can remember encountering one, but I get the vibe. Yeah. I get the vibe. It's like a king size. Yeah, like you, a, well, you get the pleather jacket. Yeah. Oh, pfft. If you're hot, if right. you're a bad boy. You get the unstructured suit jacket. Oh, yeah. Right? The tippy top of avant-garde. <laughs> I love that. Well, so in my mind, if I were to pull a full like Kevin Spacey in American Beauty where you just like give up and you just like take whatever job and you just fully enjoy life, my dream has always been to get a job at the Stone Ridge Mall to drive a Scion TC to be friends with everyone else that works in the mall and to just have a shitty little like 
anonymous apartment by the mall, and that's my life. Where's and the all Stone I Stone Ridge Mall, Pleasanton, California. It's one of the best malls. It's I don't such know a the good. It's mall. such a good mall. It's one of my. It's got a cheesecake factory. Oh, you know what's awesome at the cheesecake factory? I mean, the ambiance. Many things. Many things. The ambiance of being, things, of course, for me, the ambiance is, is, is the correct answer. Yeah, <laughs> the tome of a menu. <laughs> It, the fact that it looks like uh, Disneyland uh, at night. Oh, it's it's the Disneyland of restaurants. It is. It's. I feel like I'm at like Disneyland when I'm there at night. I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah, this is so nice. Oh, I, love, I love Cheesecake Factory. I love you, Cheesecake Factory. I love you, Cheesecake Factory. That is cool. Applebee's not cool. No, fuck Applebee's. I mean, what happened there that it was so bad? Well, <sighs> okay. It's like Red Lobster. It's like. It's like the non-seafood Red Lobster. Yeah, I mean, I do love a cheddar biscuit, though. Those cheddar biscuits are fire. Yeah, but I mean, you get, I mean, it's like, why don't you have the Admiral's Feast? Because the Admiral Feast, it sucks. It's gross, yeah, it's, it's gross. gross. I will get a lean cuisine, and I'll eat microwave shrimp over that. <laughs> uh, but the cheddar biscuits are fire. I'll uh, eat the microwave lean cuisine over I'll, the Admiral's yeah, Feast. Yeah, exactly. I will have my own, I will buy five lean cuisines for $10 <laughs> and save myself the trouble, Red Lobster. But you do have those cheddar biscuits, so I will give you props. All right, the cheddar biscuits are good. They're pretty good. They really are. Yeah. Um. Instead of paying the money for lean cuisine, you just go to like H Mart and buy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, there's there is some pretty big Asian supermarkets where I live too, which yeah. is nice. H-Mart. I love that. H Mart is like awesome. I cannot spend less than two hundred dollars when I go to H Mart. Correct. Also, it makes my partner so mad because I I like love the Hello Kitty toilet paper there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I was like onion pancakes. Well, yes, that too. But... I also don't cook anything. All right. So like I'm like I literally will uh eat just like lean cuisines, not because I'm trying to lose weight uh cuz that's not working, because it's like the perfect like meal. Like I I it's garbage food that I love. It takes 2 minutes cuz what happens cuz I don't cook for myself and I never have and actually no one ever has. Uh so in my mind I'm trained to be like I don't eat, I don't eat, I don't eat, then I'm starving. And then I can't like take the time to repair something. Right. So I've been eating lean cuisines forever and I like love them. And so I just basically could go shopping at a liquor store for all my food. <laughs> so um, I always thought a great documentary would be if someone was trapped in a Target and had to live there and like you <laughs> left them in there naked. Can I just like raise my hand? Yes, please. <laughs> I would love that. So I, yeah, I love mall culture. My mother worked at, she worked at a mall. Yes. Uh, the Vintage Fair Mall in Modesto, California. Okay. And she worked at this shop called International Imports, which was like proto Spencer's. So you, it was like the place you can go get a Motley Crue poster, a dragon, a clay polymer dragon incense burner, <laughs> and some like naughty <laughs> novelties. <laughs> And Some edible underwear, edible underwear, and like <laughs> those uh, greeting cards with like fat people on them as jokes. <laughs> okay. Um, and also, if you're like, "Hey, I need to get this who farted T-shirt with the holes <laughs> blown in them," my mom worked there for five years. Wow. And I, let me say, I was she not, wasn't part of the pension plan. She wasn't that. part of the pension plan. <laughs> but in that time, I would spend so much time at the mall, and I fucking loved it. You used to be able to smoke inside that mall. You couldn't smoke inside the stores. You could smoke inside the the, 
main I area, almost though. totally forgot that you could you smoke. You could smoke inside a fucking mall. You could smoke anywhere. Just about, yeah. Anywhere. Just about. You want to smoke in McDonald's? Oh, Fuck yes. God. I remember, yeah, Denny's. You want smoke in Denny's? Yes. I also grew up in a Denny's, too. Yeah. My family be at kicked, Denny's. I've gotten kicked out of a lot of Denny's. I mean, I would like be there for hours with my grandfather. Like I would be there. I was at. I knew all the waitresses at Denny's. Like I grew up in a Denny's. God so. damn it! You could smoke anywhere. You could smoke anywhere. You could smoke in the mall. I remember the first time I was smoking. I think I was like 15 years old. I was smoking inside the mall, and they had just passed a law, and they're like, "Sorry, you can't smoke in here." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever. Fuck you." Shut uh, up, Nark. Shut up, Nark. I'm smoking <laughs> in the mall. I'm 12. Anyways, my mom's over there. She's she's cool with it. Uh, yeah, no, I love mall culture. I'm all about that with you. The malls are an amazing place to me. A they're perfect. Like, they're like space stations. No, they are. That's they really what, are. That's, that's how they're I feel. manufactured reality. Yeah, they're incredible. I, I just love actually watch them it so much. I love them so much. I would I would encourage you if you've not already. There's so much good uh, YouTube content about how the history of malls. Oh, I've seen a lot of it. Oh yeah, we love to get high yeah. and watch some mall. Do- I love like abandoned buildings, abandoned things, and I high love malls. mall documentaries. Hi, dude. If you got fuck animal doc. I don't like animal documentaries because someone always gets bit and I get sad. <laughs> but you know who never gets bit? People in the mall. People in the mall. They're safe. Yes. They're safe. They're happy. They're drinking their orange Juliuses with rum. All right. Here we go, you guys. <laughs> we're going to rock out a little bit and talk more about malls. Have we're, fun. Uh, yeah, we're we're coming up on the midnight hour. Oh, we got like 15 minutes left. Yeah, Let's totally. play a couple songs and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, totally. So sad. <laughs> so BFF.FM, Dialone Radio. I love BFF. malls. I love malls. If you love malls, I love malls. Malls. Malls.
Yeah. Robert De Niro's Waiting. What? That was their other song. Oh. I'm like, what? From Wait. this era. What? But <laughs> I, I guess I'm just like stuck in the Venus era. Uh, that was 86. Oh, okay. This is earlier. <laughs> Bananarama. I don't, you know, it's funny. Banana. I'm not high. Andrew Ridgely's wife. Is that really Andrew Ridgely's wife? Andrew Ridgely is married of Wham? to, yes, of Wham. I can't remember who he's married to. Of all of one them. of the bananas. One of the bananas. I don't know if it was banana or rama. Right. Um, but one of them. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I did not know that. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, what a great, what a, there's no Wham on this soundtrack. That sucks. Well, Wham's like uh, not American. Yeah, I know. But. So there's no place here. <laughs> this is Amer- this is like a, the American hour. All Americans. Amer- well, we just played like the class. Well, we're oh, spoiler alert. We're gonna play the class. Uh, but we played you know like uh, jam- yeah. We play a lot of like non-American stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, Wham's amazing. Uh, to me, I'm like Andrew Ridgely. I get that you're not gay, but I just feel like you blew it by not. Being with George Michael, who to me, like, I'm sorry. Ah, but they were just buds. No, I know, but to me, I'm like George Michael. I watched a great, I watched a great uh, documentary about Wham. So did I, and the George Michael documentary. I love George Michael. George so Michael's do I. the first time I was like, I oh, I, I like boys. I've always said, I always said that George Michael is not always when I actually kind of thought about music in a deeper way. I uh, have said that George Michael is the Smokey Robinson of our generation. Hell fucking yeah. yeah. When are we going to make a bumper sticker that says that? Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Vote yes. <laughs> Hundred emoji. Yeah. That's incredible. No, he's incredibly talented. He is heartbreakingly like just amazing. I don't know. He's incredible. I love George Michael. He's probably the first male crush I ever had in my whole Not- life. A more beautiful male no. on the planet. There's not a more beautiful man. And he did not feel that way about himself. No, he didn't. Which is crazy to me. I'm like, look you're at you. Gay as, you're as, gay, you Greek god. As, as uh, his buddy Andrew called him. Yeah. Without, that, they had a very cute relationship. Yes. But I'm also do you like, know he... Well, yeah, you probably do because you watched the... I did, but I'm going to pretend like I don't. So let's hear it. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, George Michael, um, even though he wrote most of the wham songs and produced a good portion of them as well um he gave andrew ridgely 50 percent of everything that's amazing i love that because that was his friend that's incredible yeah. also wham slaps <sighs> yeah, it does. people yeah they yeah okay wake me up gotcha that song slaps yeah sure does production wise yeah also it is not easy to be that stupid <laughs> it's not it's not it's not easy to be that stupid we it's don't not. have any wham to play that we sucks. don't we don't well next time we'll have to wham it up next time yeah but yes i'm glad that we also share i have loving... an idea for our next collaboration oh so oh are you willing to share or are we just gonna let it bake sure in i would no i was just thinking about like playing uh 12 inch dance mixes from the 80s Ooh, <laughs> i love that <laughs> That's like four four cuts for two hours. Hey, that's all. I mean, I'm down. You know what's so funny? Uh, you know, like when you're in a bad mood and your partner's playing music and they're like, okay, what can I put on? There's two things that my partner will put on what's when that? he knows I'm pissed that I won't get mad at. 
One is Silver Juice because it's relaxing, and he right. knows I love the Silver Juice. And two is George Michael or Wham. Sweet. Because who gets mad at that? Can't. Yeah. Who's like turn this shit off? Can't. Who says that? No one. Criminals. Last Christmas coming up next. Oh my God! <laughs> Best Christmas song ever. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, you've been listening to Die Alone Radio, uh, Brother Jill and Steve Fox. Hey, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. In like uh, five hours. Yeah. 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Be there. Be square. BFF.FM. Shall